Hey y'all, it's Kavo. Hey, it's JB. And welcome back to another week of the Becoming She podcast. A weekly podcast that sets the tone for women striving to be their most authentic selves while sharing the tools we use to navigate this journey called life. Hey guys, how's it going? Before we even get into all of that. Hey y'all. I think it's time that we, um, yes, we address what's going on and, um, just kind of address the elephant in the room. Yeah. What's it's happening? Time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when we last recorded, it wasn't like it was now. It was not. And shit just hit the fan. And we need to talk about it. It's mm-hmm. it's heavy. It is. It really is. I woke up today feeling heavy. super heavy and this stuff on my chest and talking to just different friends. And um, I think it's important to... You know, be able to talk to your friends about what's going on and just use them as a resource and as a guide to navigate this because I mm-hmm. think there's a lot that's happening and it's it's really hard to put it into words. And so um, I think by addressing it, it kind of gives us, you know, a safe space. So this is our safe space and we want everybody else to feel like this is their safe space as well. So, yeah. Yeah. I wanted to um, just express a couple of things and... Obviously, I would love for you to express some of your thoughts, uh-huh, and then we can uh-huh. get into Monday motivation and a scoop. Okay. Okay. Um, so I feel really heavy with everything that's going on. I think that, um, I think I'm. Um, it's a mixture of emotions. There's like this weighted feeling on my chest with that is filled with like anger, um, sadness, empathy, um, kind of like a fuck it spirit. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Like Mm -hmm. there's things that I see out there and I'm just like, I understand it and I get why it's happening. Um, And it's kind of like, do you hear me now? That's kind of where I sit in this, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm allowing myself to sit into my feelings and really just acknowledge them because they are real. And the one thing that um, I just, you know, I want to thank everybody that's out there on the front lines, you know, walking and protesting and standing up and speaking about the injustice that we see in America. And um, Mm -hmm. I think it's important for us to use our platforms to speak on this as well. I think there's it's important for us to donate for us. It's important for us to um, really hold our friends who are not people of color accountable. And if they're not held accountable, Mm -hmm. then they're not your friends. You know, if they're silent during all of this, then there's really no friendship there to be had. So um, mm-hmm. that's just kind of some of my thoughts. Um, I want you to give me yours. I am exhausted in mm-hmm. every way, shape and form. And I've been thinking for days about how I'm going to what I'm going to say, how mm-hmm. I'm going to address this, and I still have not landed on anything in particular. Yeah. Um, we've talked about our backgrounds and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure I told y'all how I grew up being scared of the police, like terrified. If they were nearby, I'm shaking, right? And I never really, um, I knew, you know, my parents told me, but... Mm-hmm. It was more so they told me out of fear, not out of education. Right. Mm -hmm. So it was like, don't get too close to the police. Don't trust them. They don't come, you know, those things. But it wasn't there was no uh, there wasn't much fact behind it, you know. Yeah. And so then as you get older and you become more aware and you see these things, it makes you sick. But I've always known that these things were going on because I'm a I'm very uh I'm a history buff. I'm really, really into history and <laughs> learning the truth behind things. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, growing up, I was obsessed with the civil rights movement and like how that all went down, how it was organized across the nation, all these things, you know, different messages and stuff like that. So I would try to learn a lot of different things around it. And I was always like, man, it's it's amazing how these people are, we're on the front line. They're doing all these mm-hmm. things, you know, how people came together. And I always used to say, like, I wish that, and not I wish that I could be there, but if I were there, I wish that I could contribute in some sort of way like that. Well, we're yeah. here right now. <laughs> like, right. It's right here, here we are. in our face right now. And it's like, so what are you going to do about it? 
and um you know i you and i have totally different backgrounds i don't have many friends that aren't black (laughs) or aren't minority i don't have that many and um so for me it's more so of a um it's not it's not shocking to me but i've been seeing a lot of my friends who are shocked and upset and angry Mm. by the conversations that are happening between people that they called friends and it's it's sickening to me but it's not surprising yeah um but i really do feel that um these celebrities who aren't speaking out who aren't saying anything who are not supporting the cause i mean this thing is spreading across the country like uh, not across the country across around the world like it's literally around yeah. the world it's people are protesting mm-hmm. because we are sick and tired and who would have fucking thought that minneapolis would have been the motherfuckers to pop it off okay <laughs> who would have thought they that kid in the class is like don't fuck with brandon over there i'm telling you now don't mm-hmm. don't fuck with brandon jasmine because if you mess with brandon brandon gonna beat your ass i'm telling you he quiet but he ain't the one to be messed with. Who would have known that that would have been Minneapolis? Because, baby, they were sick and tired. Showed they just showed out. And I think it was just the, it, it was the straw that broke the camel's back. Not I think, I know. Because there's literally thousands, hundreds and thousands of straws in this in this yeah. pile, right? Hundreds of mm-hmm. thousands of straws of hay representing people obviously that have been um black people who have been killed by the police who've been killed by Ku Klux Klan members by slave patrol by just Mm -hmm. a white person and they got away with it or for no reason whatsoever and they couldn't live to their fullest potential or live their lives solely because of the color of their skin solely because you made an assumption about this like this is just it was all of this built up and the fact that we're under quarantine people are stressed thing people are going through things people don't have money right now people literally don't have jobs right now and y'all are still out here killing us still when we're just all out here trying to survive and make the best of it and make it till tomorrow and y'all are out here literally with your knees on our fucking necks it's pissing me off I'm, I, I mean, it pisses me off all the time, but it's literally makes me sick. Like, are you kidding me? And then you smile about it and y'all are joking about it. Like, this is okay. It's not. And everybody's tired of it. And I'm, what did shock me, I will say about the protests is how many, <laughs> how many white people was out there? <laughs> like, there's a lot of, a lot of people out there. There yeah. were a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, my dad and I were talking about it and he's like, you know, there are those that are racist, but you know all of them don't think like that you'd be surprised and he was like it just takes times like this for them to come out Mm -hmm. and you see you see it so um i'm really glad to see that that makes me happy that we have such so much support during this time but we've been screaming forever we've been hollering (laughs) about this forever really have and y'all don't listen until this time for shit to go and honestly the way i feel you know what fuck it burn all this shit down they're gonna build it back up anyway it's a building but you know what we can't get back george george floyd we can't get back brianna taylor <laughs> brianna taylor we can't get back mike brown we can't get Sean back sandra Reed. bland we can't get these people back their mm-hmm. families have to bury them and live without them and try to like grasp life without them for like and their lives are taken for no fucking reason because you people are fucking sick Ugh, it makes me sick so whatever you guys can do get out there fucking protest and get out there and speak your peace and don't be quiet do not give up because we're sick and tired of this whoo I told myself I was not going to cry. I've been holding it back all week. I've been on the verge of tears every fucking day. It is okay. Holding it back, trying to be okay. But this is not okay. I think it's important to feel all the emotions. I've cried today a few times. And Mm -hmm. um, I think that we just have to allow ourselves to feel that way because that's how we feel. And you and anyone else are not 
wrong for how you feel. I don't think you can condemn anyone for how they protest and how they decide that they want to express their feelings. So do not apologize anyone. Don't ever apologize for feeling angry, for feeling sad, for feeling upset, for feeling defeated, um, for feeling like there's you don't know what to do. You know, there, don't ever feel, you know, don't ever condemn yourself for that. But I do think it's important for you um, to go out there. There's so much, so many resources out there for us to touch. So many things that we can donate to. Mm-hmm. So many places, people we can talk to. So many people that we can we can talk to. So many things like there's. Various protests happening all across the United States, all across the globe, everywhere. Like there's so many things you can be involved in and use your voice and use your platform for. And I think this is such a a, such a I, I mean, it's just. It's crazy to think here in 2020, the things that have happened 400 years ago, we would still be fighting for. It's like, why don't you understand why don't you get it? Why don't and you no get matter it? what we do, where where's the we disconnect? We can be doctors, it's, we can be lawyers, I mean, we can be fucking FBI agents, and you'll still try to lock us up and arrest us and hurt us for no reason. Did you see that video where the guy mm-hmm. was like, "Y'all are fucking idiots. Grab my wallet. Look at my wallet." Like you literally, and they were like, "Oh shit, oh my god," because you're stupid. You're, you're literally stupid. you're mm-hmm. literally taking people and putting them in handcuffs for absolutely no reason. All they're doing is trying to speak their peace. All we're saying is stop killing us. Yeah. Let us There's live. no but after that. There shouldn't there's be no a, but. There there's shouldn't no explanation. be anything else after that. It's literally just there's stop no, killing they, us. They did this or this I was have. their background. Fuck that. Who cares? Exactly. Give me the opportunity to actually gain amnesty. Like give me the opportunity if my life was bad in the past. Give me the opportunity to turn it around. Don't take exactly. it away from me. There's if that's what you change. assume, which that's exactly. not what it is at all. Because baby, people like what I'm sorry. It's so much. I, I'm losing it's my so words. Much. It's, it's okay. so much. It's so, it's so bad. much. That's like, it's and so, I'm so hard sick to speak and tired on it. of it. This and is it's so also hard like, to. It's, it's just a lot. Much. It is a lot. And I'm I thinking think about like, like the kids that go missing every year that you guys yeah. don't do shit about. You just let them fucking go missing. Their families have to live without them and they never find them again because you know what y'all are doing? Some fucked up shit, probably. Not probably nine times out of ten is some fucked up shit going on and that's why so many it's a disproportionate amount of black people that die and go missing at the hands of caucasoids Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like a dish it doesn't make sense and it doesn't make sense that the courts that the system it actually you know what it does make sense that the system and the courts don't support us because they weren't made for us they weren't built for us from what I was, I learned mm-hmm. this week, I was today years old, when I learned that um, the police, like, system actually started from slave patrol. Yeah. I was like, wow, you know what? I never thought mm-hmm. about that. That's something that I never learned. And it's mind-blowing to me, but it, it clicked in my head as to why. It makes why so much it, more sense. It's like, we're angry about this system that doesn't work for us. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't built to work for us. So it never will. So yep. what we should do is just dismantle the whole shit. Burn it all down. All of you guys have to fucking go. You have to get out of office. <laughs> we have to find some people who are going to actually represent the people and represent this constitution that you so wrote for the American people, allegedly. Which we obviously weren't included when it was originally wrote written written when it was originally written (laughs) (laughs) we weren't even people we were property to them and uh so yeah i think that it's not like there needs to be a revision of everything let's revise the whole fucking constitution Mm -hmm. get trump out of here because he out here i can't even believe it is sickening to me it is sickening to me that this orange toddler is sitting in fucking office in like crisscross applesauce with his snacks in his lap and tweeting <laughs> on his phone and fucking saying shit like what is it uh when the looting starts the shooting st- are you kidding yeah. me and are you literally encouraging people like, to shoot american citizens at all and then you already know how much like how anger. how much anger and support he has behind his hate and his bigotry right mm-hmm. so imagine 
cannot even imagine see research these white mobs that now come out when there's protesting going on and now it's allowed it's okay because the president said to do it yep but that's it's, exactly how this all started when the purge put somebody ladies in and gentlemen get your and shit they encourage for this <laughs> these things to happen this is what happens and i think that's like i just saw something about how like when he was elected people were crying the next day because we knew what was going to happen. All of this has been uh, this has been building up. This to me, it's like this is the icing on the cake. It's never the cake has been baked. It's been beaten. I think it's been we've hung, been numb been for ripped, so long. On. It's been it's literally just, stepped fuck on, y'all. <laughs> it's literally so much built up into it. So this to me is not shocking. And if it's shocking no. to you, then I encourage. you I was to go just read waiting for book. the revolution. I encourage to you happen. to go to the library. I encourage you to talk to your friends because there's so much out there that they do not understand. And if you can't, if you can't understand it, then you are literally so out of touch. If you don't understand where people are coming from, you are so out of touch. I can't even. Shame like, on you. Shame on you. Shame on you. Yep. Honestly. So, Shame um, on you. If you if you can't seem to grasp that black people are just human beings, it's sickening to me that they look at black children like they don't exist. You know how all the companies have been supporting, right? So like Nickelodeon mm -hmm. did is it eight minutes and forty eight seconds worth of like a moment of silence, mm -hmm. and they put um, a blacked out screen, and all you heard. Well, I don't want to say it was silence because what you heard was someone breathing. For that eight minutes and 48 mm -hmm. seconds. And I think that was the amount of time that his knee was on George Floyd's yeah. neck. And so um, th I saw this tweet <laughs> where someone was literally like, my daughter is scared. And the girl was like, oh, mommy, please stop it. No, I bet I bet Philando Castile's daughter was scared. Okay. When she was she in the backseat, back when her dad was shot in front of her and mm -hmm. she had to console her grieving mother as she's trying to grasp why, looking at her dad being shot to death in her face with her in the back seat so fuck how your kids fuck how your kids feel about it they need to understand that this is the reality that we live in i'm tired of us acting like it didn't happen it's here it's here right now right here right now it's in your face and honestly i'm so on the positive side i'm so proud of our generation yes because i mean it's our generation and generation z that's them right i um, mean it's honestly across the board but there are some older people out some baby right boomers there out are there, some but, older yes, people out but i think that and younger it takes generate it takes a generation of people to it do does. a movement this large it does. and um i think that you know the civil rights movement it was the people around our age and a mm -hmm. little bit younger and then yeah. the, everyone else joined in and i think that we've just been in the people of in our age group and in our generation mm -hmm. have been pushing for so long that now it's like finally we're here you know and honestly not even finally we're here well that's how i feel but also it's like finally we all have collectively decided that we're sick of it we literally were looking at each other like i'm ready whenever y'all are i'm ready whenever y'all are what's just up say go what's up just say go literally i'm so proud that these um grassroots organizations and these nonprofits that are um using like supporting to the cause supporting the cause like black lives matter and um the we'll put the links all in the description box but the the, mm -hmm. the um groups that are bailing people out of jail exactly. the protesters these are mm -hmm. things that happened in the civil rights movement but imagine how much more powerful we are with the internet and with oh communication they probably had they probably had to talk and knock on doors and collect like you know collect yeah. money and people were probably sending checks and stuff but imagine how much more power we have now and i also like we see the amount of power we have because these organizations are literally like we have reached the cap of money that we can accept exactly. from you guys please Here's other send money to, to this too. group yes send money to this mm -hmm. group so literally if we max out these like these non-profit profit organizations 
imagine how much power we have if we can mm-hmm. max out the amount of money that they can accept and we'll honestly knowing us will continue to randomly support here and there as well to add to it so these will be like multi-million dollar organizations that can then use their money because money is power right especially mm-hmm. in America we can use that money to then make change we can use that money to then back our own candidates so they can actually follow through with the presidential race as Kamala Harris Kamala Harris like you know things like that she yep. she stopped because she ran out of money and mm-hmm. uh, so many there's so many um young black people that want to run for office that can't fund themselves it's expensive it if really we is. have these groups with this type of money we can make change not only can we bust it down but also when we get these people out who are we going to get in there we got to get us in there Mm-hmm. You know, there's there are thousands of qualified individuals that would do a great job in any of these local or state positions or, you know, even federal positions or shit. The president. Like, right. There we need to put our foot on their qualified. We need to put our knees. We need to put our knees on their necks. Yes. And don't let knees us on their neck. Exactly. Um, exactly. So <sighs> guys. That was good. I um, I had to get that out. I'm glad that yeah, I got I that out. <laughs> um, I think it's important. And I th- I'm glad that you got that out as well. Because I know that that's been heavy on your heart. So mm-hmm. um, I would like to take like a moment. Right. Mm-hmm. Before we get into this mo- Monday motivation. Because I feel like we just need a moment to like just breathe. Okay. And then we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Southern trees. Barren, strange fruit Blood on the leaves And blood at the roots Black bodies swinging in the southern breeze Okay, guys, and we're back. Um, I hope you guys really took everything that was said earlier in the episode to heart. Um, We are going to leave the links in the description box. And so just go there and if there's going to be, you know, donations, like we said, um, petitions, a lot of things that you guys can do to help during this time. And like I said, continue to use your platform. Um, Kavo, are you ready to get into this Motivation Monday? Okay, guys. So this week's Motivation Monday is going to be... Um, in the same theme as what we were talking about before. So as Jasmine and I said, we've been talking to a lot of different friends and family members. And some people don't know how to support, don't know what mm-hmm. to do. They just know to post on you know, social mm-hmm. media and donate to certain organizations that they may know, yeah. right? Um, what I want to say is um, some of us, myself included, are also feeling sort of bad feeling a little ashamed for not being able to maybe support in the ways that you wish you could right Mm -hmm. so for me it was I wish I could have been there the first day that shit popped off right my motivation Monday is to not feel bad about that um I was actually talking to someone today and I was telling her that if she because once someone was telling me that they were they were scared to be out there in the front lines or if you Mm -hmm. can't afford to donate money to these organizations Mm -hmm. or whatever educate yourself there's lots of um online books there's free online um Mm -hmm. readings to learn about it so that way you can find out how you can support one thing i was telling her was the civil rights movement wasn't just people walking down the street or people in the front lines there were people that were only supporting they were only spending their money in black-owned businesses they were making sure that they could volunteer time if they didn't have money they like one of my friends is passing out water while people are protesting she might not be out there walking with everybody or busting windows but Mm -hmm. she gonna make sure they got water if she go down she got you know she got some milk on the side she's prepared in those ways i mean um i have another friend who's sharing all the information that she can find out about it everything if you guys want to know where to protest dm me i'll send you this if you want to know where this is going on this is happening hey Mm -hmm. the cops are coming down this street with vans and this and that 
Yeah. Those things are amazing. I think, um, and I was talking to one of my homeboys about this over the weekend because he's a front line. He's on the front lines protesting uh-huh. and things like that. You do need those back of house people, you know? You do. It's necessary. The people that are donating, the people that are, you know, um, <clears throat> putting out there what time the protests start, where they're all going to meet. You need those people to give you those resources so you know what's going on to stay um, abreast to everything that's going on around you. Right. So Think about like the Underground Railroad. Everybody exactly. had their job, right? It's, you, that's your job and I yeah. appreciate that and I am I honestly for me it's like I'm one of those people I'm going to share everything that I can I'm going to put it out there and I think it's just I think that's important as well and that's I support just as important exactly I support it and it's like you know um you do what you can and don't I don't I, I agree with you don't feel bad for not being right there on the scene and right there in the Mm-mm. midst of everything like you can still do things on the back end and still be just as you know woke and just as important up to the cause than anything right. else so I totally agree with that right so, so um don't feel bad everybody no, has their all. has their job and exactly. just make sure you decide by, re- you know, if you don't know, ask people or research, but decide what you want your job to be in this movement and then do that. If you want exactly. to be on the front lines and then say, okay, you know what? I'm off tomorrow so I can go yep. out there tomorrow. If you want to be the person that's donating, donate. If you want to be the person that's posting like Jasmine said, post, do that. So many different just avenues contribute in whatever don't way feel you like can. You have to, um, stick to just one there's so many different avenues out there so right um, precisely that's awesome i love that Mm -hmm. important Mm -hmm. information very important information (sighs) i I feel like what we're about to talk about is so not important but to give some light into everything that's going on right but we and that's what the show's here for we did tell you guys that we were gonna bring (laughs) we were gonna talk about insecure until the season is over and we even though this has been going on Everyone has been watching this show, okay? Yes, and they made <laughs> because a very, we are doing what, like, but this is important because we're supporting black, right? Yes, but black they've also they creators. put a very good, um, like a good. I don't even know how to, what to call it. They put a very good um, thing out online about the episode, and they were just like, you know, listen, I understand what's going on, and we support the movement, obviously, and so you know. We, if you guys want to take 30 minutes out of your day to come watch us to get a little bit of a breather from what's happening because mm-hmm. it's overwhelming and it's mm-hmm. heavy, that's what we're here to do. So I support it and I love it and I'm glad that they, um, I want them to continue to be successful. I love Insecure and so. Yes, um, I will forever support this show. Yes, exactly. So we can forever. go ahead and get into the scoop. Yes. Let's get okay. into it. It's, I have to realize I do have to change. I have to change the cursing certain type of things I do, I gotta, I, I gotta keep them in mind, you know, because they love me. But not today, though. Today I'm walling. Today I'm bugging and thugging. Not today. I'm only gonna ask some of the really pertinent questions. Okay. You know, because some of it was like, you know, whatever. Okay. Maybe like blah, blah, blah stuff. Okay. Yeah, some like filler questions. Okay. Um. So once again, we are getting some que- our questions from at Ursine Noir on Twitter. Um, he mm-hmm. changed his name to the Highborn Nubian, which, you know, I'm all here for. I love it, King. Love um, it. <laughs> but I just watched the episode recently, so hopefully, like, some of these questions, you know, we can get the conversation going. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Beginning, you see Lawrence and Issa together. I was pretty excited about that because I think Lawrence looks really, he looked really good, by the way. Mm-hmm, but I think they're mm-hmm. a cute couple together. Didn't I say that it was, oh, no, you said it was Issa and I was like, yeah. it could be Issa, but it could be Condola. Nah. But you know what? I was not proven wrong. I was not he, wrong. Yes. You we'll were get not there later. Flips we will hair. get there. I got the questions for it. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm going to relax. I'm going to simmer down. <laughs> Go ahead. Sis, so, you. um, the conversation goes, you know, obviously she trips in the restaurant. I thought that was pretty hilarious. But uh, she kept pressing Lawrence to say, like, you know, what do you want to talk to me about? Which I really enjoyed because I hate when people say they want to talk to me about something and then they pussyfoot over the question. Yes. They're not really, you know, asking yet. They're like, oh, I, you know, whatever. They're fumbling. Right. Um, but do you need closure conversation or are you cool with just letting stuff go unresolved, unaddressed and moving on without question? <laughs> I already know the answer to this. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be dropping niggas left and right. I'd be like, Mm-mm, I do not like the way he chewed his food. Blocked. <laughs> Girl, Actually, I did not I expect that. I thought you were going to be like, I need to know the answer. 
Okay, but it also depends, right? So Okay. If it's somebody that I'm actually truly, truly into, like they were together for five years. If yeah. I was with somebody for that long or shit, I'd be talking to niggas for a couple of months. No, I'm just kidding. But I you know <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you can be talking to people for, you know, a certain mm-hmm. amount of time and once you feel like you and that person have a connection, it's difficult to let that go. So you would yeah. like answers. Um, as far as like what went on with them, there was a lot of unresolved stuff. Oh, yeah. So I definitely would have taken my time and had to sit down and talk about it. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I do feel like I have exes who like to have closure conversations. And okay. They've always been awkward for me because I'm always like, nigga, why? But um, <laughs> True. but we do get, both get a better understanding of one another as mm-hmm. far as where we are, where things ended. And a lot of times you can clear that space where it's like, do we want to get back together or do we not? How do I feel about it? And also like you discuss things that you could have worked on that you can work on for the next person or, yeah. you know, whatever, if that's the case. So I'm not opposed to closure closure conversations. Maybe in my uh, at my big age, at this point I am now, with the type of niggas I be dealing with, I be wanting to know what's going on. So I would want a closure conversation. Mm-hmm. But previously, I just be like, okay, bye, nigga. Yeah, I think um, previously I used to be the, like moving on without question, not even thinking twice about it, and being like, mm-hmm. whatever. I'm not gonna even sit here and press the issue. I don't care. But now in my age, I think I'm a little bit more like, okay, I need to know these answers. And, but I don't think they're really closure conversations for me. I think it's more so like in the midst of what we're doing conversations, you know, like when you're dating someone, you should know what's going on while you're dating them. Like, okay, are we dating? Are we not? Where, where's mm-hmm. the, like the line in the sand kind of, you know, situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that I've ever, I know I've had closure conversations, but, um, Typically, the closure conversations come like a while afterwards, you know, because when you're like in a better headspace, I can't I know I have some friends that have closure conversations that's kind of like immediately. Yeah. And it's just so much and so much like so many feelings happening. Mm -hmm. And it's just like I'd rather be in a better state of mind before I do that. Um, But it also depends, too. I'm not if I feel like the, the disrespect was so high, then I'm not really pressed to have a closure conversation like yeah i'm close people don't deserve that yeah i feel like it's only if like not withstanding like if you want to have a closure conversation because this nigga dogged you out like that's fine you want to get to learn about why he did that that's cool you deserve that right but i think i'm just not interested like if you don't it's all what you decide right exactly if you want to know why he dogged you out then cool go for it (laughs) for me i am just personally like i'm not interested I now right. know where to place you and I'm going to act accordingly and that's it. So, you know. And one thing I will say about niggas is they always come back. Okay. Period. Always. It's, it could be Period. two years, two months, baby. Mm-hmm. Two decades. They ain't going to make his they way gonna back. back. He gonna they going to come back. He going to make his way back. back. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when a nigga hits you up and he on his way back, whether it's two decades from now or two months, and you like that nigga dog me out. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Leave it at that. Let him exactly. know. I don't exactly. appreciate how you did me. And I feel like for us to have a conversation, you need to respect me. And you didn't then. So I don't really want to respect you now. And you can leave it at that. You deserve. And I think that's a great thing to say. Drink. Because you deserve. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is there a relationship you look back on and think maybe we should have made that work? Going back to exes is like eating old fries. Mm. They're never the same. Even when you reheat them, they ain't never the same. Never the same. They'll be. They'll never be the same again. So yeah, that's how I feel about it. I mean, yeah. Once I decide I'm done done with somebody, I usually don't go back. But I have once. Mm -hmm. And I didn't mind it, but we cool now. (laughs) Yeah. You know, but. I think mm -mm. it's okay to go back if that's what you want to do. Personally, Mm -hmm. um, I am in agreement, you know, 
like old fries are never the same but yeah. you can go back for the resources and i know that may not be what everybody wants to hear but sometimes you it's have that still period and you want to just go back for the resources and i think you're it's well in your right ashamed. to do so and do not be ashamed. Yeah. And we'll talk more about that later with Issa yeah. Lawrence. But um, but make sure you're emotionally ready for that. Like yes, the person that I went exactly. back to, it was like three years later. Yeah. Three years. And we hadn't like communicated for some years. So it was like a catching up situation. It was, like, mm. it was kind of like this. Like you've grown up. Mm, let's talk about it. Right. Let it be some like, change you're a new in person Because people have changed. People right. are the same that they were when we were in college to now. You know, so exactly. it's good to give that kind of grace and, you know, learn more about them if that's what you want to do. Right. Um, which is funny that we're talking about exes because, you know, Issa clearly ran into TSA Bay. TSA um, Bay and Lawrence. <laughs> the fact that Girl, Lawrence made my I, heart, like, I hate I was niggas. Like, this I hate the niggas. Best scene I hate niggas. Ever. I hate niggas. Um, have you I'm ever so ran into an ex? About these. <laughs> have you ever ran yeah. into an ex? Old fling, one night stand. Wow, with a current boo. And how did you handle oh, it? I'm triggered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so triggered. Mm. You hear me? I hate niggas. I hate yes. Niggas. Because the way Lawrence reacted was the way that the nigga that I was with reacted when I ran uh, into somebody. <laughs> he ate that up so much. He was I was so like, happy. bro, shut the fuck up. Shut he the was fuck like, oh, I'm about to ask all the questions. So how do y'all know each other? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> and then it didn't help that he was with whatever her name was, Lashawn uh, Mazda. Mazda. That's what I was. Why like, did why they name you? that baby Mazda? Okay, okay girl. <laughs> I'm, I'm Mazda. He said Mazda. <laughs> like that sent okay. me over when he called her. Mazda. Answer the I was question. Like, Who names their baby Mazda? Answer the question. Sorry. Have I ran it? I just said I have. I did answer the question. I said, "How'd you handle it?" Oh, how did I handle it? Um, we joked about it. The good thing was, is that the person that we ran into, he was also fine as hell. So it wasn't like a oh, so that's who you fucking with. It was like mm -hmm. oh, so that's what you want. All right, I see you, kind of thing. But uh, they def we definitely joked about it, and I was like, okay, shut the fuck up, cause I'm with you right now. And then that was that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't really brought up again or anything. It was just a funny kind of like this was okay. a time period. That's good. That's really yeah. good. At How least about it was you? like a funny experience. Um, I've had several occasions where I ran into an ex. Several. Several. Like where you several. ran into ex. I've you already didn't tell said, me about one. I told you about the one that was at um Park Tavern, and that was just mm. like a head nod, so that was fine. But I'm gonna go tell you one story that was not a good situation. Uh -huh. It actually like almost ended really badly. So I was dating this guy. This was like a couple of years ago. And uh -huh. I used to live in the bluff at my grand grand's old house, you know, and mm -hmm. love the space or whatever. So one of my exes happens to be my brother's best friend. Mm -hmm. So at the time, my brother and I were like staying together in this house. And the guy that I was currently with, like, you know, like we were actually full fledged boyfriend, girlfriend. It was cool. We were coming from a date. We had a long night out. It was great. It was fun. And we get to my house and the ex is laying in my bed. Stop. No fucking Nigga, lie. stop. <laughs> you lying. Stop. Why On you God. lying? Put that in there because you lying to me. I swear to God. <laughs> it was Damn the me. most heart-wrenching, most uncomfortable feeling to be like, what the fuck is happening? Jasmine, how no the hell lie. did this nigga get in the house? Why was he Girl, in because your my brother was with me. We were staying together. So your brother let him in? They're best friends. This was and this ex-boyfriend oh, though is like yeah. from like high school. This is not like some like current type of situation. Mm -hmm. This is like But a he high was comfortable enough to be in your bed. Girl, comfortable enough. And that's what my that's what my ex-boyfriend said. He was pissed. I mean, <laughs> I beyond have some questions. livid. Multiple he had questions. so many questions. He ended up leaving that same night and like <laughs> going to his place. And, like, he was pissed at me. I think we didn't talk for, like, a couple of days after that. I let him cool off because I understood. Because I would be pissed, too. But, yeah, Jasmine. that was, like, the worst situation ever. I would, <laughs> like, what? You never told me this. I am in shock right now. Girl. This is crazy. Yo, it was wild. Wow. I couldn't believe it either. I was like, why would you do this? Like, what? And then he was <laughs> also drunk because they had gone out that same night. So uh -huh. he was also drunk. So, like, when we, like, I was like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Get up. You know, he, like, stumbled out of bed and just, like, his boxers. Bruh, it was so Not awful. just his boxers. Bruh. Jasmine. 
I think like there was a disconnect. I think my brother had been like, hey, she's not coming home. So don't worry about it. And then I was like, oh, oh I'm just going to go home. Going with such and yeah. Such. Like, cause okay. that's what I typically did. So I think there was like a huge disconnect, but now looking back on it, the shit's funny as hell because it's just like, Bro, how, how does this happen? That is you know? hilarious. Like, hilarious. how does this really happen? But I would say like, <laughs> um, this was my ex-boyfriend black and mild. So, um, oh. but we dated oh, for like a year after we that. So that him. was cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, that was the most awkward situation. So at least her situation and your situation were funny. I've had some funny situations too, but, um, I felt like that was a good one to share because it wasn't so funny. Um, okay, let's talk about Condola real quick. Gorgonzola. Um, Condolisa. Yeah, Condolisa. You know all that good stuff. Um, so obviously at the dinner table we saw Condola had texted Lawrence. Um, so after the exchanges with Condola this episode, do you think Lawrence is really trying to make a redo work with Issa? Is he trying to be a player and add her to the team or is what he's just trying to do or is he just trying to be friends and had a slip up? I'll let you go first. Well, I think that like Lawrence is single and Lawrence just trying to like play the field. I don't think he's trying to be a player exactly because he kind of did tell Issa like, yeah, we we don't know what's really going on between us, um, but we just talk occasionally. And I don't feel like that's a lie I feel like he clearly does not know what's going on with them and it's just kind of like mm, we'll see what where the like wind blows but Issa is also someone that he has a connection with that he like and he's clearly in love with the new Issa and how much she's grown so um I think that he's just trying to you know I think he's just being single living his life and seeing where Issa's head out head, heads at before he dives into that but I don't think he's trying to you know um I don't really think he's trying to like make it truly work work if that makes any sense. I don't I feel like he's not really um I don't know. I feel like Lawrence is in this in between stage where he's just like I miss her. I miss the girl that I was with and I love this new person that Issa is, but also in my new time I want to make sure that I'm not giving up so fast and just like moving on super quickly and I want to make sure like if I'm supposed to be with Condola, maybe I should see him get that out. Give that a try. What do you think? And that was a nice response. <laughs> I I didn't really like the fact that he was texting Condola, especially not during a date with Issa. Um, maybe because I kind of feel like my time belongs to me. Okay. You, okay. You can have that time with them when you're with them or when you're not with either of us. You can mm-hmm. like hit both of us up. But I'm sitting in your face. And then also because I feel like there's not um it's not clear across all parties, right? So obviously Lawrence knows he's talking to them both. Issa mm-hmm. now finds out that he's still talking to Condola. But honestly Issa's been with him for five years so Issa don't okay. really give a fuck she's like all right that's cool you can talk to them but I know who I am with you or whatever the case may be mm, okay but Condola does not know and Condola and you already you and Condola already had an issue because you somehow might have told her that you're not okay that that you're not over Issa so I don't think that condola would really be okay with you now trying like sitting down with Issa and telling her that you miss her and this and that right now if you don't give a fuck about condola okay cool but what but I, I don't feel, think that okay i feel like condola oh. has something to talk to him about um i think that is probably something that's going to happen i think she probably has something to talk to him about too but i think that he's they already have planned to link up on tuesday so i think he has probably something to talk to her about too like listen I'm still interested in you, but I still want you to understand that I'm interested in Issa too. And if that's going to be a problem, like, I feel like when you give the girl an option or the person an option, then they can't blame you if you decide to go the other way. Or they can't blame you if they decide to stay either. Because you told them what was up. So I feel like Lawrence, in this new stage of Lawrence, I as feel like he As long as he's clear something. with everyone. Yeah. I hope he's going to be clear. We'll see. I mean, then if he's not clear, if he's not, then I would go with he's trying to be a player. Yeah. If he's trying to be a player, well, that'll be very clear the next episode. But I would like to know what Condola is super pressed about. 
But I also right. think, too, that mm-hmm. she could be pressed because he said he was going to hit her up later. Okay? And the fact that mm-hmm. he didn't, and usually he probably does, or whatever the case, she whatever the relationship I wouldn't say like, she was pressed. I would say that she was just calling him like, hey, nigga, it's like three hours later. Are you yeah. home? Okay. Or well, like, whether she's up? pressed or not, I feel uh-huh. like that's probably the case. I don't feel like it's like this big secret, but I feel like she's probably thinking to herself like, yo, he said it was going to hit me up. Where is he at? Like any female yeah. would do if you like someone and they're not like responding hit to you your up, right. message after they told you they were going to hit you up later. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, Let me see. Hold on. Oh, okay. So... Are you disappointed in Issa sleeping with Lawrence? Or are you like, do your thing, girl. Keep it Fuck moving. No. Get that dick, girl. Girl. <laughs> I was girl, here Girl, it looked like that. it was good, too. You better. Mm-hmm. You better. And then you know how, like, okay, maybe you don't. But you know how sometimes you go back for the resources. And mm-hmm. the resources are just as good as you remember. Okay. It's like, now this is why. Madam. Now it makes madam. the night even better or the day even better. It it's like, really, When you go really back to the resources good. and they're not as good, you feel mm-hmm. like, why the fuck did I even do this? Right. I'm ashamed like, of myself. What, what the fuck? What was you know? And what was I thinking before? Did I and really what was think I thinking it was before? Like, I, w- I was seriously not in my right mind before. So when I was it's just literally, as good, I need I mean, to get checked claps. out. Are there any hand tests that I can take? Because something's not right. Exactly. So I was all here for it. I love that. Yes. So in the midst of their conversation afterwards, after that um, night of a full-blown emotional like roller coaster, I actually loved mm-hmm. that entire thing. Anyways, um, you were right in regards to Lawrence go- coming back from San Fran. He clearly went for an interview, and mm-hmm. so I was like, I was right. I was. You were right. so right. I meant to text you, but then I was like, Oh, we're about to call- talk on the phone, so I don't need to do that. <laughs> but um, would you relocate for love? If so, under what conditions? If not, why? And could you do long distance? Hell no. Hell no. Oh, okay. I'm not. Now, if we're married and your job has to switch you somewhere and I have no reason to stay or something like that, no obligation to stay, then sure. But as far as like some nigga that I'm not married to, hell no. No. I'm picking up my life and moving to wherever for you. I don't care if it's up the street, nigga, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> uh, it was funny because like you know all the places i've lived people always ask me like what did you move here for or, like what brought you here uh-huh. and i'm always like work but to me it's the obvious response and people are like really so you don't have any friends or family here and i'm like no i came for work or i came here for school and they're literally whole shop and it you and i like it processes every I time desire. that sometimes people move mm-hmm. here for their niggas they do do not People shame nobody for moving for, for their, their nigga though i'm not shaming them it's just that something. tone oh that no, tone. no 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 it's not like it's not a shame it's something that was a realization to me like i mm-hmm. it's it doesn't okay. click in my head because i'm never like nah it was something i never <laughs> considered nah i ain't mm-hmm. fucking moving for no nigga nah no nah, if this nigga <laughs> if said nigga is a billionaire said nigga has couple Pack of bags you know, I'll definitely, I won't say that I'll relocate for you. But if you have the bag, I will definitely spend weeks at a time in Paris or Amsterdam with mm-hmm. you and come on back home for work. You know, that's not a problem. <laughs> I am flexible. Yeah. Um. But until said ring is on said finger, as far as like permanently moving my life somewhere mm-hmm. for a nigga that I'm not completely like in it with you know mm-hmm. all the way nah i'm straight because you can have your life and i can have my life and um could i do long distance yeah majority of my relationships have been long distance no longer interested in long distance anymore but i could okay. do it if it was worth like if it were a situation like this where we've been together for x amount of time we have time before you move where we can like get to know each other the newest like a little bit better Mm-hmm. Um and then you move. I wouldn't mind, and it's still within the state. I wouldn't mind coming to take a trip to see you and like whatever. Okay. Okay. What about you? I would not move and uproot my life if if it's not for a job. To be completely honest, I feel nah. like for a guy, I'm I'm good. I I think that if we were to, um, 
be committed to one another we're engaged and like we decide okay this is where we want to live that's a different conversation but to kind of just like pack up my bags for an actual person and not have any type of like knowledge of okay where am I going to work how am I going to provide for myself because I'm a big advocate on being able to provide for myself at all Mm -hmm. times like I don't want to depend on someone else to to make sure I'm fed clothed and all that extra stuff I'm not really interested in all of that so that would be the only way that I would be moving and uprooting my entire life from my family and my support system ever um I don't mind long distance I used to be very like hesitant about long distance Mm -hmm. I thought that it was kind of like um not that it was stupid but it was just more so like how do you connect with someone you know that's so hard to engage I'm used to being up under the person that I like all these other things right and now in this like newfound age of jazz it's kind of like I don't mind it being long distance because I have my time you have your time and when I can have I have a place to come visit now you have a place to come visit now so I'd be more inclined to do something long distance it but it had to be with like the right person and I know I say that and obviously Kayvon knows a lot more about my life than a lot of people out there but um Mm -hmm. I think that I do give a lot of grace sometimes but I do like the fact that like I have my own like time and my own space and I don't have to worry about someone infringing on that just because they live right down the street from me you know so um I'm okay with it being long distance but I'm not at all by any means no I'm not Picking my stuff up, packing my bag, and moving across country for a man just to be his girlfriend. Not happening. Okay? <laughs> just to be his girlfriend. Not That's happening. No, thank you. Um, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. I am like, not I'm doing it. I'm moving to motherfucking Bel Air. Would you like to come live with me? I'd be like, mm, yes. no, thank you. Okay, I'll come like, visit, no, though. Sir. Make sure I have a room. Exactly. Uh, separate Make from sure yours, my closet space is big. You know, right. like all that good closet. stuff. But I mean, make sure I don't even want to come with clothes, honestly. I want my clothes to be there. Exactly. But, uh, as far as me But to pick my stuff up and root re- no, re- my life. No. Appreciate you, though. And I don't know what people, what people don't know is my daddy is not having that at all <laughs> and he's gonna sit here what? there and tell me about myself and that's just not a conversation that i you know want to have nor care to mm-hmm. have so mm-hmm. unless you're putting a ring on this finger don't even ask me to be like babe do you mind moving up here to wyoming no i'm not coming mm, are you about to propose to me wyoming hell no nah. proposal hell nah, not in the first place to but wyoming, my you know it's just that's just a random Is state, Wyoming but you know, it's just even like rioting. Never. Do they even Girl, have people marching? I don't even know. What's the population? You know, they got a line since they live in Wyoming. If you live in Wyoming, yeah, let us know. But I'm just saying, I'm not doing all that if you're not putting a ring on my finger. So don't even ask the question. Nope, not happening. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Um, that's funny. I like how we're opposite. Like we're at opposite periods because for me, we I really did, are. I've done long distance for a long time. Yeah. I'm like yeah, I'm over that. I'm really enjoying the like. Hey, what you doing? Okay, I'm gonna come yeah. by on my way after work. I used or to like, I mean, yeah, and I think real quick, you want to like see each other mm-hmm. for a couple hours, and that's and the then, beauty of being. But like the close. balance of also having your space, though, I yeah. like that. I, I like think that. That's where it's like I saw you this week. Where I'm at. Mm-hmm. See you next week. Yeah, I think that's where or I'm at, and I never used to be like times. that. I don't know. I used to anyway. be very like I want to be up under you, and I want you to be up under me. But I used to date guys who like in the beginning they would want to be up under me twenty four seven, and it was like, aggy. oh, this is cute, you know, whatever. Yeah, it <laughs> oh, is kind of right, but up, <laughs> <laughs> it is when you think about it, when I look back on it, I'm like Jasmine for real. But at the same time, like. I thought that shit was was cute cute. and I was okay Mm -hmm. with it. And now I'm like, I don't want you up under me and not that I don't want to be up under you occasionally, but I like the fact that you are a a little bit of ways to get to me and we have to actually plan something before we just kind of like, you just pop up and we just sit on the couch all day. Ain't nobody doing all that. (laughs) All right. That's true. That's cute. If we had a long weekend or, you know, and things like that, or, you know, your man lives right around the corner from you. No shade to that at all. Like that's super cute. But I feel like I'm more interested in like, the planning, the prepping, and, like, the the excitement of seeing you than I am in just kind of, like, the downtime in my life right now. Because... Those things are fun, though. Don't yeah, get me wrong. But they are. But the downtime's but important, too. The balance You have to, of you have it, to right? balance it out. You have to know that if you can... Like, yeah. can I run my basic errands with you? But can we also go and have some really fun trips together? Like, that's a balance that you need right. to know when you're dating someone. 
Or even like if y'all just do regular things, there's like a plan and not necessarily like because you said you mentioned like sitting around the house. And I noticed that that happens a lot when you date someone that's close. It's like, yeah, well, let's just go to the house and chill or let's do that and that. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you want to do. If that's what you want. But if not, if you like the idea of planning, but you're not necessarily sure if you want to do like the long distance thing, maybe find somebody who's close who likes to plan. Or yeah. like, you know, and it can be a maybe then they go hit you up and be like, we're going to do a picnic on Thursday at seven. I love Are that. you available? You know what I mean? Or they might hit you up and be like, cute. let's go play basketball or something. Mm-hmm. You know, those are things that you can do. Yeah. Um, they are things like you can do. a little bit and creative, they, especially during this time. And they don't take up a lot of mental thought, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. They don't. Take it's up very a lot freeing, of, like, actually. It really is just to do the basics, but it's also fun because you're doing it with the person that you actually like, and I think that's important. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested in more so things like that, mm-hmm. but I really do like and value my time, so and my space. So um, absolutely, yeah, I love that. I think that it's funny that we're opposite. Um, me, me too. so last question that I have for you and I think this is like the seal of the deal because this is what I'm here for so um East left the house beaming gloating walking doing her little pretty girl rock okay how did you feel about that I loved it because there are times where you go back and you leave confused and you're not Mm -hmm. sure and then sometimes you go back and you're I okay what I loved is I felt like Issa had control the entire time yeah there was never a time where lawrence had i don't want to say never a time but there wasn't a time where lawrence had complete control of the situation and Issa was following suit so this is like a new Issa, right so when they were on the date and everything was fine even when like they were in the car he offered for her to come upstairs she decided she wanted to stay a little longer so she asked because she used his bathroom like she couldn't just use it when she got home anyway Mm -hmm. so she asked if she used his bathroom, and then he's like, okay. And then at that point, she's she like, knew what I'm was. trying to figure out a way to stay longer, right? So then mm-hmm. he comes inside, and she's like, what if I don't want to go home? He's like, oh. So then it, it goes down, you know what I'm saying? She was very, like, direct about it, and mm-hmm. Lawrence followed her lead. And then Lawrence also did not see Condola that night because Issa, bad bitch Issa was like, no nigga, I want you to be with me tonight. Thank you. Exactly. Even though she already knew he had something brewing that he was supposed to be doing later on. She didn't care. She said, no, this is my time. And I like how she did that. She don't owe no loyalty to Condola. Okay. Right. And then also she put that shit the fuck down and then they went to sleep, woke up the next morning and he was like, would you like a ride home? You know, and my bird ass would be like absolutely absolutely okay (laughs) tweet tweet motherfucker tweet tweet okay (laughs) i'm even like yeah babe can we ride you got a new car (laughs) okay like this is nice can we put the top down you Mm -hmm. know i would have been like yes can you drop on cloud fucking nine right but Issa was like "Mm -mm, i'm gonna walk home and that is how she maintained the power of it all right because she yes. left him wondering so subtle but so powerful right it was like no no i'll i'll walk and he's like are you sure i can call you uber she's like no i'll walk <laughs> and she you walked right around and the she corner, was, right she did not live right around the corner that was a long ass walk bro she walked Girl. up the hill down the hill across a movie theater she Girl. went but you know what? She didn't care. About they were neighbors. She didn't care because she had the power and she won. And it feels mm-hmm. good when you know it you does. have the, the power. It feels when you really have the upper good. hand. Oh, yeah. Ain't and not like, like manipulating guys. No. It's just more so, you know, the dynamics of like. Yes. And if you don't know the dynamics, you'll think, figure it out real soon. But um, you'll figure it out, baby. But yes, I enjoyed that entire like. I enjoyed, enjoyed, I enjoyed this entire episode from start to finish because I I picked up on her being more controlling in a sense, but her standing her ground and being more secure mm-hmm. in who she is. Even from down to when they went to the restaurant and she ordered the entire, like she ordered the entire um, menu. Yeah, like, we're gonna do this. But this, then when he found out drink. that she was getting that shit with TSA, babe, that shit took me out. That shit took me out too. But it just it's like the subtle movements of that. It just shows how like she's becoming um more secure in who she is and a whole Mm -hmm. adult exactly but it's also like someone like Lawrence who could trigger Issa to make her feel like that small person again or whatever the case may be or make her feel like she wasn't she ain't shit and all that the other stuff 
Right. He didn't get to her. She's right. she's learned how to grow thicker skin and stand up for herself. And I just I admire that. So I was like, you better fuck it up, sis. Yes. And let's give our flowers to Natasha Rothwell for directing this episode or writing this episode. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know. Okay. This makes sense. That's why it was. That's it was why great bomb. television. Mm-hmm. But it was a bomb ass episode. Yeah. Like a bomb ass episode. First of all, when Issa tripped and fell. Girl. <laughs> I said, girl, you want to be me so bad. You want to be me so fucking bad falling on your face in public, sis, and just laying there. It's okay. Mm-hmm. People be like, oh, are you okay? I'd be like, just, I'm fine. Just give me just a second, okay? Just, just leave Let me alone. Let me gather myself. Just, just, just leave me alone. And then they gave her the I'll drink for free. It. He was like, you know, this because of that fall. <laughs> That was super, <laughs> Lawrence. That was really nice. I I love how Lawrence makes fun of Issa. That is something yes. that I do find attractive in a partner. Some niggas don't do that. Don't do mm-hmm. it very well. I won't say some niggas don't do it because all niggas try to do that whole "I'm gonna be cute and make fun of you." Yeah, but, but that niggas don't, don't always right. do it well. Niggas yes. who do it well, y'all sexy. They the sexy. I think their ones. whole dynamic like throughout the entire episode was really nice to see them just it was be very themselves. Cute. Even at the art walk, they were joking back yes. and forth. And I thought that was really cute. And I, I love that he was picking up on her jokes and she picked up on his. It's just like the dynamics their are still dynamics. there. The love is still there. Um, the passion and the care and the the, right. the, the, the heat for one another is still mm-hmm. there. And I'm all for mm-hmm. it. And, you know, if they decide that they want to bring Issa and Lawrence back together, I'm here for it. If they decide that they want to bring Issa and Nathan together, I'm here for it. Like, whatever makes I'm not the episodes. To that I want to see what's going on with them, too. Hopefully, next episode. Yes, we'll hopefully see that's that. next. Exactly. But I think there's only two more episodes left. Uh, Yeah. So yeah. I guess we'll, we'll <clears throat> see what, we'll see what, what really goes down. Um, I had one more thing to mention in the okay. episode i felt like it was an honorable mention but i think i passed it hold on i feel like it was in the questions oh this one honorable mention so this was a question that i felt like we kind of should say we should talk about mm-hmm. uh just real quick what is an excusable amount of time for a date to be late if any um, and have you ever been late for a date i'm always late for a date um <laughs> to be completely honest um, sometimes I'm like an hour late, but you know, that's neither here nor there. I think <laughs> if I'm sitting there waiting and this may be a double standard, but I feel like you should at least let me know if you're going to be more than 15 minutes late, like 15 to 25, 30 minutes max. You should let me, let, let me know. Um, cause there could be traffic or something that could be going on. I, yeah, I feel like that's a, that's a good time. Now, granted, I've definitely been, you know, really late to dates, but I've always let the person know like, hey, I'm running behind, but I'll be there at this time. Take your time. Or I like get a feel for where that, what that person's doing. Like, hey, what are you doing right now? Oh, I'm about to leave. Don't because of X, Y, and Z. Give me a second. Mm-hmm. Can we meet at seven o'clock instead of 630 or six o'clock or whatever? So mm-hmm. I like to communicate if I'm going to be late. Okay. And expect okay. communication from them as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. How about you? I'm always like, I mean, th- my friends, <laughs> y'all know, always. they're like, look, she going to be there. She not going to be there on time, but she's coming. Mm-hmm. I will be there. I just might not be there on time. And that's fine. Okay. I try. A lot of times I'm doing too much. Um, But yeah, so excusable okay. amount of time, I guess, like maybe like 15 or 20 minutes, but we need to be in communication because I do the school rule like, mm, if he's not a doctor, then I'll wait 10 minutes. If he is, I'll wait 15. Mm-hmm. I do that for dates too. So I'll do like a maybe 10, 15 or t- 15, 20 minute rule. So like if you're later than I am, which I'm always late and then there's no communication, I'm going to leave. Oh, like, yeah, period. <laughs> I've I'm done that before. I'm not going to lie. Me? I have done that where somebody that wasn't communicating like I felt like they should have before their date. I left. Yeah. And they're like, where you at? Oh, I'm on the way home. You coming back? No. No. You should have communicated and let me know. You didn't tell me you were on the way or anything. And I got out mm-hmm. here and I ain't hear nothing for five minutes. So I just decided I'm going to go home because I didn't want to be here anyway. Exactly. So if you have no, some I more time and you going to show up on time, hit me up later. And that's that hmm yeah that's it <laughs> you got something for do of the week
So the duo of the week, I'm just gonna tie in because uh, we just not letting this shit go. Donate, nope. protest, do your part, whatever you can do. Post on social media, support black businesses. Is it July 7th that they're doing yes. the blackout? So we're not doing, mm-hmm. um, we are not supporting any business uh, that is not black owned. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think that's a, that's something that should be adopted into you all everyday life it's something that i make a point to do but it's very easy to do especially in a city like atlanta so i think that you all um just need to find the find the city like the black owned businesses in your area spend your money there buy black owned products there's lots of threads on twitter too Mm mm-hmm Yes, but to say, um, look at the things that you typically buy and see what black-owned businesses sell something similar and just right. switch out the product. I think that's um, where it first starts. The things that you typically, you know, go to Target for, go to Walmart for, or wherever the case you go, um, it's always good to see what other businesses sell that black-owned. So Exactly. Precisely. Do your part. Do whatever you can, but don't beat yourself up about it. Exactly. Uh, just don't if give you, up, guys. We're going to do this shit. um exactly if you um have any questions want to reach out have more resources for us to share please send that to our email at becoming she live at gmail.com um continue to follow us on our journey at becoming she on instagram and twitter do not lift up do not get discouraged do not be feel defeated feel your emotions let them come through you but we will never we will never be defeated Bye, guys. We love (laughs) y'all.